Hey friends, welcome to the Overwhelmed to Intentional podcast. My name is Kristen and I am your host. I'm a certified life coach helping overwhelmed millennial women live a simpler, more intentional life. Today is episode 100 and it's the first episode of 2022. So happy new year. Hope you had a beautiful holiday season and a lovely start to the new year. I am really excited that I have made it to 100 episodes and I was thinking about this in the shower this morning as I was reflecting on the first couple of episodes that I recorded and then deleted back in 2019 over the summer when I first got my podcast equipment and I was ready to start a podcast. I recorded a couple of episodes and then I guess what happened is the self-doubt crept in And I listened to it and I didn't believe in what I was doing and I didn't think that it even mattered. I didn't have anything important to say. So I remember deleting those episodes and then some time passed. And in January or February, I think is when I decided I was going to start it back up. Uh, But February is when I released, February of 2020 is when I released my first episode. So here's the thing. Here's the lesson in that. If you start something and quit or start something and doubt yourself and you have to start over, that's okay. Your end is not determined by your beginning. It is okay if you keep starting over, if you doubt yourself, if the first couple of things or first couple of steps you take are a little wobbly and you're getting your footing and you're figuring it out, that's okay. It doesn't mean that by the middle or by the end of that thing that you're working towards, that that is going to be equally as, quote, bad as the first couple of steps. And if the first couple of steps are not bad, you're probably doing it wrong because you're not supposed to get it right in the beginning. And that is okay. So I just want to encourage you that if you are starting something and if you just keep doubting yourself or if you're like, I don't know if this is going to work, to keep going, that it is okay If you're not 100% certain in the beginning, you're not supposed to be. Just keep going. You'll get better. You'll figure it out. And you will gain pride in yourself and confidence along the way. As I look back on the previous 99 episodes, I think about how far I've come and how proud I am of myself that I continue to show up for something that's really important to me and how cool it is that I have met so many incredible people because I put this podcast out into the world. People from all over the world have emailed me. They have reached out. They have booked consultation calls. They have become clients. And it is truly my honor that I sit down and record into a microphone in front of my computer all by myself once a week and that it impacts people all over the world. Men and women, might I add. Because last week, the first guy booked a consultation call and said, hey, I know you market to women, but what you're saying is really helping me and I'd like to talk to you. So that was pretty cool that even even though I'm sitting here and I'm saying like, this is for women and I'm mostly marketing to women, that guys feel overwhelmed too. And you know what, guys, you're welcome here. I am so happy that this is helpful to you as well. That means a lot to me because none of us are exempt from our emotions And the emotion of overwhelm impacts all of us, men and women. 
So I just want to say that I'm really, really grateful for every single one of you, for those of you that have been with me since the beginning, and for those of you that are new, I just feel really appreciative that you listen, that you take the time to listen, that you send me your feedback, that you leave a rating and review, that all means the world to me. And keep doing all of those things, please, <laughs> because it's nice, it's nice to hear, but also it really helps the podcast reach more people. And that means a lot to me that more people will feel less overwhelmed because of this work and because you are helping me out to get the message to them as well. So the things that I want to talk about today are my top tips for feeling overwhelmed. If I look back on 99 episodes and I think about the things that I teach and what is most important, if I could distill it down into a couple of tips, I started with five. I think there are six here. (laughs) Who knows? I might add more as I start talking, but I just think that these tips are some of the top tips that I would tell you after working with clients, after doing this work myself, these are the things that are most important. So let's jump in. I'm going to tell you the top tips and give you some insight with each one. Number one, and these are in no particular order. They just came to me and I wrote them down. So number one is to go to the place where it's done. You've heard me talk a lot about done energy. If you're a client of mine, I'm always telling you to get into done energy. That means that you go to the future version of you, to the place in your mind where you are no longer overwhelmed as your dominant emotion. You go to the place where your home is tidy, where your to-do list is accomplished, where the laundry is put away, where the dream is realized, you have made the amount of money or you've gotten the dream job or you've started the business or you have done the thing that you have been wanting to do for such a long time. Go to that place where it's done and stay there for just a minute and really feel it. What does that feel like? What is it like when you have accomplished the thing that you are after? When you have met the person that you want to spend the rest of your life with, when you have gotten the job or made the money or paid off your debt, or you are present with your family, maybe for you, the done thing is a feeling more so than it is anything else accomplished. And that's really important because either way, if you're going after something or if you're just chasing that feeling, you're chasing a feeling. Ultimately, you think that having the thing accomplished will create a feeling for you. And so what you're after is that feeling. So you want to go to the place where it's done and you're experiencing that feeling. This is so important because then you want to come back to where you are today. You want to realize, and what I will teach you, and if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you you know this because I've said it a thousand times, that you can create that feeling even without having the thing. And so we want to create that feeling while you're on the way to achieving the thing that you desire. And you create that feeling by what you're thinking. So you want to go to the place where the thing is done, where let's say your to-do list is accomplished. What are you thinking then? You might be thinking something really simple. Usually we're thinking something really simple and it might be, oh, that's nice. That was easy. I did it. This feels good. I love looking around at my house and having everything done. I can go to sleep tonight and feel really peaceful. I wake up the next day and my house is clean. One of the things that I like to do 
just a side note, is I like to clean my house on Fridays. Sometimes I clean my house on Friday nights so that on Saturday morning I can wake up to a clean house. And all I have to do is light a candle, make my coffee, sit down with my notebook, and journal, write out my thoughts, whatever I want to do. It feels so good because I can look forward to that feeling. And the reason that I'm motivated to clean my house on a Friday night is because of the feeling that I'll experience on Saturday mornings. So it's the same concept here. You want to think about what's the place where it's done, what's that feeling, and why is it worth taking the action now to experience that feeling on the other side. And of course, you can feel the feeling without taking the action. But let's say you want to feel really accomplished when you get the job. So you can feel accomplished now by everything that you've, by thinking about everything that you've done up to this point, by thinking about how proud you are of yourself for even applying for the job. You can feel that way and you can also experience that feeling all the way to having gotten the job. When you have the job, then you can reflect on, oh man, this is so cool. It's really cool to feel accomplished. I was already feeling that way. I'd already gotten there in my mind. And now I have the thing that I wanted and the feeling. You can have both. So done energy. Really get into that feeling of what it is like when it is done. That will drive you all the way to the accomplishment of the goal. The second thing is the things that you're putting off. The things that you're procrastinating, they don't take that much time, I promise. The action part of your to-do list is not that bad. The buildup is the problem. That's the worst part. That's the part that you hate. You think that the action step, that doing the thing that you have been avoiding is the worst part. The worst part is thinking about it ahead of time and procrastinating it and avoiding it and thinking about how you dread doing that thing and how you're so frustrated that you have to do that thing. That's what's taking all of your time and energy. When you actually sit down to do the action, it's never that difficult. It's the same with, let's say, exercise is a really important goal for you. And you're like, I don't know, I don't really want to go to the gym. I don't really want to go to yoga class. I don't want to go. I don't want to go. I don't want to go. But then you get there. You decide, all right, whatever, I'm going to go. You get there, you do the class, and then you leave and you think, oh, that wasn't so bad. Even if it was, even if it was like, oh, that was a hard class, you're still realizing, oh, but I did it. Look at that. I did it. It's done. So we want to be aware of how much time and energy we spend in the buildup and then the thinking about the things we want or maybe don't want to do. We want to be really conscious of that. And then we want to notice that if I were to switch around how I'm thinking about it, that doing the task won't be that bad. It really won't. So we need to change how we're thinking about the actual action that we want to do. And it can be as simple as it's one task. It's one email. It will take me just a few minutes. I know exactly what to do. Just changing our thoughts to something so simple to where we have the confidence to take the action. And often when we're in that place of letting it build up and thinking about it and overthinking, (laughs) we totally forget that we're capable. We're completely capable. Most likely the things that we're avoiding that we don't want to do, we've done before. Or we've done some version of that before. We have some experience. We know what to do. 
and it's really not that bad. We're just avoiding that emotion. We're or we're actually indulging in that emotion, which is really interesting. We think that we're avoiding an emotion, but we're really indulging. So we think, let's say for example, um, you have a to-do list and it's things that you have been putting off. And so you feel overwhelmed. And when you feel overwhelmed, what you're not doing is processing that feeling and moving forward. Instead, you're staying in the feeling of overwhelm and you're indulging in it. So you think, I'm so overwhelmed and I don't want to be so overwhelmed, but you keep staying in the overwhelm. You keep indulging in that emotion. You're not avoiding it. Instead, you could simply switch that way of thinking. It's so simple, just a simple thought switch and not even have to feel overwhelmed anymore. You could switch that and feel prepared, motivated, ready. And then you would go and take the action. So it's really interesting to notice that we think <laughs> we're, we don't want to feel overwhelmed and we stay in overwhelm. And we just stay and stay and stay and indulge in it. And then we don't get to experience having the things accomplished that we want to accomplish when really they don't even take that much time. We're spending all of our time indulging in the feeling of overwhelm and not accomplishing the things that we are capable of that we want to do that are not that hard. They're definitely not that hard. So number three is be willing to feel the feeling of overwhelm. This is one that we we like to skip because we don't like to feel overwhelmed. We don't want to feel overwhelmed. And really the feeling of overwhelm is a sensation in our bodies. And that is it. It's the same with anxiety. It's the same with dread, resentment, guilt, all the feelings that kind of correlate with overwhelm that we tend to avoid. We actually could feel them pretty quickly and easily and move right along. But instead we resist, resist, resist. So if you were willing to feel the feeling of overwhelm, what would that be like? And most likely it is simply you recognizing, okay, where is this in my body? Hmm. I notice that my chest is tight. I notice that my heart is racing. I notice that my mind is racing with lots of thoughts. Okay. I can feel that. I can sit here for a moment and feel that. Maybe, yes, it is uncomfortable. No, I don't really like it, but I'm capable of feeling it. And as you talk yourself through that, the feeling dissipates. But if you avoid the feeling of overwhelm, what you tend to do actually is indulge in it instead of avoiding it, going back to what I was just saying. You think, oh, I'll just go do something else. I'll go and do this other task on my list or something that's not even on my list that I'm just going to go do to avoid the feeling of overwhelm. Really, you're prolonging the feeling of overwhelm. You are, by going and doing something that's not on your to-do list, you are still going to have the same to-do list. That's not going to change. <laughs> so what we want to notice is that by prolonging it, we're continuing to stay in a feeling that we don't want to be in. When all we have to do is feel that feeling, change the way we're thinking, and move right along into a new feeling so that we will take the action and do the things that we want to do. Number four, 
decide to tell a new story. And one that you want to be living. And I talked about this a couple weeks ago about the story you're telling. This is why this one is so important. We can tell the story that we are overwhelmed, that we don't accomplish the things that we want to, that it's hard for us, that our goals aren't possible, that other people can have the things that they desire, that other people can move up in their careers or make more money or achieve the things that they desire and meet the partner that they want to be with and have the family and they can have all of that, but not me. It's not possible for me. (laughs) If you tell that story, you will live that story. Whatever story you decide to tell is the one that you will live. And we know this because our thoughts create our results. So if you decide to tell this story of the overwhelmed, frazzled woman or man that doesn't get things done, that puts things off, that procrastinates, that lets things pile up, that isn't able to accomplish the things that they desire, that never gets the promotion, that never makes the amount of money, that doesn't sign the clients, that doesn't get to have the business that they want, that doesn't get to travel. That is what will happen. And we know this because number one, your brain will find evidence for how that's true. So it'll try to prove that true to you. And number two is you will feel the feelings that that gives you which is probably something like frustration or bitterness or uh, resentment. (laughs) Some of those feelings that don't feel great, obviously. But then you'll act from those feelings. So you won't act in a way that has you creating the life that you want. You'll act in a way that keeps you in the life that you currently have, that keeps you in the story that you are telling. And what's really important is that you get to choose whatever story you want to tell and then you get to live that story now i know the pushback that that people will say because clients say this to me what i can't just say whatever i want and get whatever i want have whatever i want and my argument is yes you can you most definitely can so what that you have had this whole story leading up to where you are at this point in your life so what it doesn't matter it doesn't matter that i deleted the first I don't know, five or six episodes of the podcast and start it over because now I have 100 episodes. So what? So what how the beginning went? So what the beginning of my business because I now have the business that I have? So what that I have the relationship history that I have? Doesn't mean anything about the future that I can create. And I can decide what I want to tell about that. I can decide what I want to tell about my past I can rewrite my past in my mind. I can choose to tell the story that everything leading up to this point in my life, every business failure, every relationship story, situation, every money story, all of those led me here. None of it is a problem. It means nothing about me. This is one that I've been working on a lot with money. I have been working on rewriting my money story for a very long time and more recently it has clicked that oh yeah I could be completely different with money I can treat money differently I can spend money differently I can save money differently than I ever have before so what that I have this whole history and whole story and I could 
I could think whatever I want about that. I can think that it shaped me and that I'm grateful for it. And now I'm here and this is a story I'm going to write in the future. Or I can think this is who I am. I'll never get better with money. I'll never be able to manage money, quote, responsibly. <laughs> well, I had this whole story about how I was not responsible with money, which is the craziest thing ever because I have so many detailed spreadsheets of <laughs> like exactly every single dollar that I spent. It is all tracked. So <laughs> that is a lie. That story is a total lie. So I can decide to tell whatever story I want to tell about the past and about my future. And whatever story I tell is the one that I will live. So you decide. You can decide that you are going to be this overwhelmed, frazzled version of you forever and never get caught up and never be ahead. Or you can decide to tell a new story. Now, you are going to have to tell a new story before you live the new story. This is really important. You will have to believe a new story before you have evidence that you are living in that new story. And this is where it can be a little difficult for people because they're like, yeah, I mean, I can say that, but that's not true yet. It's not true yet. You are going to prove it true. Just like you've proven true these other thoughts that you have, you can prove true these new thoughts. You get to prove that true. You get to decide what you want to prove true and then act accordingly. You can act the way that you've been acting <laughs> or you can tell a new story, feel differently and act in a new way. If I were to tell a new story about money but act the way I've always been acting, I probably will not create this new result. So I have to decide to one, tell a new story, feel differently and then act differently. Show up as the person who is different with money than I've ever been. And so you will have to act differently and it might feel a little funny because it's not familiar and it's not where you're used to, but that's okay. You will act differently and then the result will come. I promise you it will. <laughs> you're gonna be believing, thinking, feeling, acting in this new way before you have the result, but that's okay. That's how this works. The belief has to come first. The thoughts and the feelings have to come before you have the result to prove that you now have this new story. But you have to decide what story do you want more? You want to keep your old story or do you want to write a new one? It's never too late to write a new one. It doesn't matter what you've done in the past, how you have been, anything. None of it matters you get to write whatever future story you desire. And then lastly, oh wait, no, not lastly. I have two more. <laughs> Number five. <laughs> and this is really important. This kind of goes back to number four. You will practice this process for a while and you will think it is not working <laughs> and your brain will be giving you evidence for how it's not working. But I promise that it is. And then one day it will click. And this, this can be a tricky thing to explain to my clients. Is that for a while, of our, for a bulk of our coaching, you're going to be like, uh. 
Okay, you're telling me that it's my thoughts. I see it a little bit. I'm I'm working towards this goal. I'm working on this person that I'm becoming, but I don't have all of the results yet. I'm not really sure this works. And I'm just going to keep telling you, just keep going. You just keep going. You just keep going. You keep thinking in this way. You keep feeling differently. You keep working on creating this new belief, finding evidence for it, acting like it. You keep doing that. And one day it will click. The new belief will click into place. And suddenly it will no longer be like you're trying to believe, (laughs) but that you believe that this is who you are. You will then be that version of you for a while. (laughs) You will think, this is whack. What am I doing? (laughs) What in the world is she having me do? This makes no sense. makes no sense for me to believe that. makes no sense for me to keep choosing to believe when I have no evidence. And I will keep telling you, I understand that. But do it anyway. Keep showing up as if this is who you are. Keep believing that this is possible for you. You will have to believe that it is possible before you have evidence that it is and before it clicks into place. But one day, and it it could take any amount of time. It might happen quickly. It might take a couple months. There are things that I have been working on believing and a person that I am becoming that I have wanted to be for years, that I have worked on for years, that I've felt is kind of true for a while, but more recently it clicked into place and I was like, oh yeah, this is who I am. (laughs) No question. Just like that. But for a while, it felt like I was working on it, that I was trying, that I was wanting to become. (laughs) And then the day that it clicked, I can't tell you when this happened. I can just say that it has been more recent because now it feels like it has sunken is that the word sunken into my bones it feels like this is just who I am now and there's no question and then I'm not arguing (laughs) for this belief that I'm not trying to believe that nobody is you know trying to help me believe this and holding space for me to believe it but this is just who I am no question and that will be the case and that is okay it is okay that it will take you a bit And for some people, it might not take you very long. That's okay too. So what I want to encourage you to keep in mind is that the future version of you who lives in this way that you desire, who feels the way that you want to feel, is worth however long it takes. It doesn't matter how long it takes. It is worth it when you get to that place. When you feel that way on default, instead of you're working on it, (laughs) it's worth it. 100%. It was like all the years that I felt overwhelmed. And when I finally got to the place where it was not my dominant emotion anymore, it was worth all of that. It was worth the years of feeling overwhelmed to now feel like I really feel at ease and calm and grounded and intentional and all those feelings. It was worth all the time that it took, all the practice, all the, I can't even tell you how many journals, notebooks I have filled with who I want to become. It was worth all of that. Every single morning that I spent writing, it was worth it. 
So I want to encourage you that even if it takes however long, that it's worth it. And this goes for any goal that you are working towards. The relationship, the business, the debt payoff, the amount in your savings, buying the home, the job that you desire, whatever it is that you are working towards that you really want, I want to encourage you that it will be worth it and to work on practicing that feeling, being in that feeling now. Because it's way more fun to be working towards feeling that way, practicing that feeling, being in that feeling, acting as if all the way there is way more fun to do it that way than it is to think, well, I'll just wait. I'll just wait until I get there. Because here's the problem with that. You will get there and then you'll think, well, this is not what I thought it would be. (laughs) I thought it would feel better. So you want to practice that feeling along the way so that you're not making the thing responsible for your feelings because it can never be. The job that you desire will not make you suddenly feel better. I promise. (laughs) But that feeling that you desire by having the job, you can feel that way now and you can feel it all the way. And that is way more fun because ultimately what you're after is the feeling. And I will say this forever (laughs) until it clicks. I promise the thing that you desire is not is not creating the feeling. But instead, you can feel the way you want to feel all the way there. And then you can feel that way and have the goal and have the thing that you desire. It's okay to have both. <laughs> I'm not saying, well, just feel that way and don't even worry about it. Forget the goal. No, 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 no. Go after the goal. Why not? Why not go after everything that you desire? But don't think that that goal is going to make you feel better than you feel now. Life will still be 50-50 then. And you can't get a feeling from a thing. You can only get a feeling from the way that you're thinking. And you can create that now. Lastly, you will feel overwhelmed again. But only because of your thoughts. And you can choose different thoughts. This does not mean that you will never feel overwhelmed again. You will never feel anxious again or frustrated or resentful or guilty or (laughs) dreadful or any of the things that I see a lot of my clients feeling most often. They're, quote, negative emotions. You will feel that way again, but only because of your thoughts. And when you make this connection of, you know, you have the thought, oh my gosh, I'm, this is so overwhelming. And then you can stop yourself and say, oh, but it's just because of what I'm thinking. And I can change that. It feels like you have so much power. You feel so in control that nothing feels like it has power over you. Your to-do list does not have power over you. Your job, you know, a, a circumstance in life that is triggering a lot of negative emotions, that doesn't have power over you, that you can decide how you want to feel at any moment. That is powerful. That feeling of being in control of your emotions is the ultimate place that I want you to get to because that's where you really feel so grounded and confident and at ease because you know nothing external can create how I feel inside. I always get to choose that. 
I get to choose the story that I'm telling. I get to choose how I feel. I get to choose what I'm thinking. I get to choose how I show up. That is your ultimate powerful place. And that's what I want to help you get to. You can achieve all the goals. You can do all the things. You can create everything that you want. And I would love to help you do that as well. But what's really cool is that no matter what, you're in charge of how you feel. Which means you're in charge of how you feel on the way to the things that you create. You're willing to feel the good and the bad on the way to the things that you want. And you're willing to keep going when you're not getting the things that you want. (laughs) Because you're willing to feel the feelings. The only reason that you would quit is because you're not willing to feel the discomfort. But what I will teach you, what I hope that I have taught you in 100 episodes, (laughs) and that if you become a client of mine, I will certainly teach you in even more depth, is that you have total control and you get to feel however you want and that you're willing to feel even the most uncomfortable emotions. You have control over that. That you're willing to keep going when it's hard. That no matter what, if you desire something, That desire is there for a reason and you will feel however you need to feel in order to accomplish that. Most of the time, some of those feelings are things like disappointment, frustration. If you're willing to feel that, well, you can handle anything. Of course you can achieve the goal because you're going to keep going. So thank you for being with me for 100 episodes. I hope that even though it feels to me sometimes, like I repeat myself (laughs) over and over and over. I hope that it is sinking in and that you are feeling better and better and you are willing to feel terrible. (laughs) You're willing to feel all of it because you know that you have what it takes to be in control of how you feel. And the only thing that you are ultimately afraid of is the feeling. But you can handle that. You can handle your feelings. If you want to go deeper on this, if you want to help you, guide you, get you to the place where you are living intentionally and overwhelm is no longer your dominant emotion, I would love to guide you. You can book a free consultation call with me and we can chat about what that will look like, what coaching will look like, what the experience will be like. And I just want to encourage you that if you... If you feel like, oh man, you know, I, I'm i just continuing to listen to these podcasts and I'm continuing to let this soak in and I'm working on it, working on it, working on it, but I don't know. I mean, can I ever get there? <laughs> I promise you that it is possible. I promise you that it is possible for you to no longer feel overwhelmed all the time, to be in control of your emotions and to feel the way that you desire to feel more often than you feel the way you don't desire to feel. (laughs) That that is totally possible. And I would love to help you get there. So if you want to book your free consultation call, you can do that by going to the links below. You can just type in kristenlana.com. You can also join my email list. And I'm going to put the create your intentional 2022 guide, little workbook that I created. I'm going to put that in the link 
for this week as well. So if you click to download that, you will be added to my email list. And you will also get a free workbook to create an intentional 2022. And if you're like, okay, well, this is cool. This is pretty. And I can fill out all the pages, but I still need help. That's where coaching comes in. And I want to encourage you as well that while I think that everything that I teach you here is extremely valuable, and it is, of course, everything that I will teach you when you become a client of mine, when you become a client, I get the detailed look at your brain and I get to help you more specifically get to the place that you want to be at because when we really dig into your thoughts we get to see oh there it is that's the thing that's keeping me stuck that's the thought that's holding me back that's why I have not accomplished the things that I desire that's why I keep putting off my to-do list oh there it is so (laughs) so if you want me inside your brain and really helping you achieve your goals at a faster rate that is what we will do in coaching and I would love to help you. All right. I think that is everything for this week. Appreciate you so much. Thank you for listening and I will talk to you next week.